Hey everyone. So we are going to do a updates or corrections episode. We figured we would do one every once in a while so we can touch on anything we feel we missed or any corrections that we realize we need to make or that our audience has made us aware of. So let's kick it off with uh, Eskimo pie. When we did <laughs> Is This Progress episode, mm-hmm. we talked about Eskimo pie being uh, changing their name, but we were not able to speak on why Eskimo was racist or, yeah. or deemed racist or derogatory. So since then, we have dug into that and found that it's commonly, the term Eskimo is commonly used to refer to the Inuit or Yupik people mm-hmm. in Greenland or Canada. And originally that term was believed to be derived from a Latin word meaning raw meat eaters and was felt to be derogatory also because non-Inuit Inuit colonizers are the ones that gave them the name. Yeah. Since then, I found that linguists have, feel that it has come, came from actually a French term, meaning those that net snowshoes, which is less derogatory. Yeah. But it had such a, a time frame and a history of it being experienced that way that it is still thought of and felt that way by a lot of people in those communities. But it, it also looked like there were plenty that didn't uh, really feel bothered by it. So it's kind of... It's not 100%. It's definitely mm-hmm. not, what did we say when we were talking about it? Like, it's not like the N-word in America where it's yeah. very clear cut. Yeah. So, and there's some people who are still offended by it, but also some people who are not and embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. They actually yeah. use it. Like, there's a, like an Eskimo Inc. or something, which is a company owned, I think, by... Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like the N-word in the sense of the hard R and A. Changing it to an A, yeah, yeah, and like embracing it and accepting it. But it, but it, it, yeah, except that it's they didn't ch- change the word at all. Yeah, they didn't change it. They just accepted it. Yeah. So I think that boils down to just being mindful. That yeah. Some for some people it is truly offensive and derogatory, and so it's best to just not use it. Yeah, but I would like to point out in this in the case of the N word, uh, changing it to the A is not really changing it because you know like we say other words where we change the ending so like talking we'll say talking instead Mm. so it's kind of it's changing it but not really if that makes sense yeah can we record a bonus episode where you share your thoughts more in depth on the use of the n-word yeah i can uh I can definitely share that. Okay, great. We'll do that. Okay, so another item I wanted to t- just touch on, it, it isn't really a correction, but I've, since we did the Aunt Jemima episode, I saw uh, things going around, memes, as well as emails going around telling the story of Nancy Green's life and how what the, the push to take her off of Aunt Jemima, to to change the name of Aunt Jemima is erasing her history. And the story of her life is truly an American story. And we're ripping it away from her because she started her life in slavery and then worked her way up to become the first black millionaire woman. And all of it 
is a bunch of BS. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like uh, the story of Madam C.J. Walker more than anything. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, I don't know if she was a slave. I don't remember. But Nancy Green probably made, definitely made millions and millions of dollars for Quaker Oats, is who yeah. owns Aunt Jemima. But I don't know if they owned Aunt Jemima back when she was with them. But made millions of dollars for the company. But there's zero evidence that she was ever a millionaire and let alone made enough money to retire. And also, as a side note, in 2015, after her gravesite had been found, they uh, the person that found it got permission to put a headstone in the place of it and asked Quaker Oats if they would want to participate in that. And their response was, there is a difference between Nancy Green and Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima was a fictional character, was their response to the opportunity to make a memorial headstone for her. So it's very unlikely that they ever respected her enough to pay her what she was worth during the time she was alive. So anyway, the point I wanted to make with that was if you're seeing that out there and hearing that kind of rhetoric, it's not true. Nancy Green, if she was a millionaire, one of the things that really does not make sense in her history then is that she worked as a housekeeper until a couple of years before her death. So if she had made so much money and was a millionaire from yeah. why working did as she Aunt work Jemima, as a housekeeper? why did she continue to work as a housekeeper? Unless she just liked to work. Yeah. Do you think that's likely, though? First black Not as a housekeeper. Yeah, no. Right? Coming from slavery? Yeah. Made I feel like she would have supposed- done something more passionate. Exactly. But also, can we just touch on the part about erasing her from history by erasing the Aunt Jemima that's on the box now? That Aunt Jemima that's on the box isn't is it, even... Isn't even her? Yeah. It's not. it's not connected to her at all. They changed that box in like the 1980s. Yep. It's a, to, it was a different woman. There's a, there, yeah. That is a picture depicted off of a different black woman. But yeah, there are several a, a different yeah. Aunt Jemimas that yep. were portrayed. So how are we erasing one mm-hmm. by taking that picture off the box? Like, or renaming it. The, the argument just doesn't really make logical sense when you really sit down and break it down. And clearly white people don't know the history of Aunt Jemima because they wouldn't be spreading that she was the first black millionaire. This type of false rhetoric. Yeah. So erasing her off the box isn't erasing her history. Period. And, and even when if a she lot was, of people don't even know her history. And even if she was the first black millionaire, it wouldn't be erasing her history. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> oh. You're right. Okay. Let's see. What's next on the list? Oh, one of the things that I have said in an episode or two, I've talked about how the percentage of the white population in America is about in the 70s, you know, 75 or 73 percent. Uh, that number is including Hispanic whites. I just wanted to clarify that non-Hispanic white Americans makes up 60% of the population. I just think for some people that might be a detail of information that you would want clarified. Yeah. Um, you wanted to do a correction from the inherent racism thingy. Oh, the- yes. Inherent racism one. I talked about Olivia Pope and I said that she was portrayed by Carrie Hilson, which I don't even know why I said that. I was must have been talking fast and just wasn't paying attention because Carrie Hilson is a singer, mm-hmm. not an actor. <laughs> and Carrie Washington 
is the one who portrayed Olivia Pope. So I wanted to correct that. And then lastly, on this uh, corrections update episode, on the Art Makes Babies the Cutest episode, I we kind of left it off with me saying that I was going to think on the things that Cassandra had shared, which if you haven't listened to it yet, it's episode number four, and I highly recommend it. But what Cassandra was saying is that thinking or saying that mixed babies are going to be cute or that they're the cutest because they're mixed is based in racism. And I have given time and thought to that, and I definitely... uh, whether even I fully agree with it or not, because I'm still not sure on that part, whether I fully agree with it or not, that part, I do believe that that's irrelevant. The fact that it can tie into it and there is history that it could, it's just too convoluted and complex with, mm-hmm. I do agree that that is something that needs to be avoided being said and and, and thought. And really looking at children as being beautiful because they're children, not yeah. because they're mixed. Yeah. And looking at, and I, I mean, that's not to take away from anyone who's mixed to say that those children are not beautiful. They are absolutely beautiful. But most babies are beautiful. <laughs> Realistically. I mean, I say that lightly because babies are kind of funny looking. They are funny looking until a certain point. That's, that's not, why that's... I said beautiful like that. Because babies are funny looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um some are adorable right away, but in my opinion, but I don't know. usually it's rare. They usually look like shriveled up old people. Yeah, when my son was born, I thought he was real cute until I looked back at those pictures and I was like, oh, <laughs> What was I looking at? Because he is funny looking. He looked like an old man. And he was he came out angry. So he had a scowl on his face and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's so cute. And I, to- I actually told my cousin, I said, listen, let me know if he's ugly. Okay, please. Because I don't want nobody to be out here saying he's cute when he's not. And she said he was cute. Well, then there you go. He was cute. He was funny looking. <laughs> I could say that because he's my feel child. Different, he's some absolutely people, adorable now. Some people, he is absolutely adorable now. Some <laughs> people think newborn babies truly are all really cute. Some people think they're adorable. Everyone just has a different perception, and it, it doesn't really matter ultimately. But that was that was that, and we did really only speak on the mixing of babies from black and white perspective because those are the perspectives that we tend to fall under more. Yeah. Um, where we can give our opinion perception from. But I could also see, I just also wanted to make this point because someone had brought this up to me after listening to that episode, the thought on other races mixing. For the same reasons that black and white mixed babies could be problematic, that could also fall under a lot of other categories of white and some other races mixing, that that whiteness makes them cute because they become more white. It could fall under that. But when it comes to and also black and other races mixing, like black and Latino, black and Asian, because it um, makes them lighter. Yeah, Mm because it makes them lighter, and a lot of people do believe that. Like I've seen online, people say, "Oh, a black and Latino baby's gonna be just so cute uh, because they're black and Latino." That's such a good mix of their genes and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think. that it does fall into that complexity of that conversation of why, but 
definitely, I think it boils back to with the black and the, with the black and the white or really almost anything that makes someone lighter skinned. You have to, I think we have to kind of think about the fact that that could possibly be perpetuating an issue that we're trying to get rid of. Yeah. And when I speak about that in the Mixed Babies episode, we do talk a lot about white people saying that and it being problematic, but it's not just about white people saying it. It's also about other Black people saying it. There are Black people who say like, I want to have a Puerto Rican baby because I don't want my baby to be as dark skinned as me. Mm -hmm. I want to have a white baby because I don't want my baby to be as dark skinned as me. I don't want my baby to have hair like me. So it falls into like the colorism aspect too and things like that. Yeah. And that's what I had said. I don't know if I got that point across that it's about colorism. Yeah. It's about the fetishization of black men and women, but also about colorism within our own communities. And it's sad and it perpetuates that. Yep. Well, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> so whether I, I agree with the like, full component of it or not, whether I fe- agree that it's definitely caught from that or whatever, I don't know. But uh, that that aspect of it really is irrelevant because there is an issue out there. Yeah. And that feeds into the issue, whether it's meant to or not. So why not avoid it? Exactly. To help solve the issue. And that's what I was saying, too, is like we should just stay away from talking about it. I think that could be seen as like, you know, why should I walk on eggshells or tiptoes? And I'm like, well, I mean, we already do it with the N-word. Why can't we add more to that list? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's there's also the aspect of black people have been walking on eggshells and tiptoes. That too. (laughs) So we all can, while we learn to be more aware of each other, and we will move forward from that place. Yeah. Awesome. All right, that is your updates and corrections episode for the last about 10 episodes. Not sure when I'm going to post this one. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week.